The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast with host Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of the Team Drops the Ball, and Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis. Which four of you would survive the longest in the zombie apocalypse, and in which order would you die? Well, Ralph, no offense, you're going first. No, definitely. <laughs> no, no, no. The zombies would smell Dave's sugar blood and target him. <laughs> They'd get his... <laughs> I don't even have a joke, Dave! Dave smells like nougat! Now here's your host, Ralph Malbrose. All right, welcome to Saints Happy Hour Podcast. As always, we are sponsored by you, the fan. Uh, check us out on the new YouTube channel. People hate the graphics so much. They had a guy, he said, and I quote, I signed up just so I could unsubscribe because your graphics are so shitty. Thank you, John. We appreciate you subscribed and you unsubscribed. doesn't matter to us. Uh, so go to the YouTube channel, find us, go to uh, Facebook and like us and follow us. Go to Twitter's, find us. S- just search Saints Happy Hour Podcast. You'll find us. Um, Man, that was mean. It was mean. Like we're working on the graphics. We got something cool coming. A uh, day, a uh, Dave, not, not Dave, the co-host of the show, but another Dave uh, volunteered to do us a graphic. He's working on it. It's going to be awesome. It's like a liquor bottle. It's very, it's very nice. We've been giving him tips. He's been doing it for us. Uh, that's how much people lo- love the show. They want to contribute and make sure our graphics don't look like uh, a fourth grade art project. Uh, so the Saints made some actual news today. We'll get to the schedule and, the, and of course, the draft is Thursday. So we'll get to that. But the Saints made some news today, Andrew. Uh, they didn't match. Willie Sneed, so he's going to Baltimore, uh, where receivers go to die. He'll be six feet under in a plot of land, probably by October. Uh, he'll be catching grounders from Joe Flacco. Uh, were you? <laughs> uh, I wasn't surprised that they didn't match. I thought it was like a little bit of a chance because the, the the contract wasn't that big, but it was like two years, ten point four million with like two million dollars signing bonus. But you 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 weren't surprised at all, right? No, I mean we talked about this, and the only thing i remember us texting about this or i can't remember if we talked on the phone but i remember us saying like yeah like the only way they match is if sean payton looks at this draft class and he's like yeah i don't really see anyone that i like you well, know and because austin Carr is a trash pile they don't like they don't right yeah, so you know, that's a big so they re-signed coleman they have austin Carr, who they gave up a roster spot the whole year too so obviously they like him and then on top of that I just feel like you look at what they've been able to do with no-name rookie receivers. I mean, I know Brandon Cooks was the first-round pick, but they turned him into a star overnight. I mean, Kenny Stills was a, was a fifth-round pick. Um, and then you look at what they were able to do with like guys like Joe Morgan. I mean, I know he didn't do a ton, but like his skill set, I mean, Sean Payton found a way to use it. 
and and get him Joe in the Morgan end zone. Caught, he caught bombs when he wasn't getting he caught bombs, and, yeah, and, and when he wasn't getting drunk. Yeah, and, and you know they, the they've done a little bit. They've done a little bit with Tommy Lee Lewis. I mean, you know, he's got a limited skill set, but you know, he's been able to kind of utilize him. And you know, Snead and, and Lance Moore, are two guys, you know, they were in the league for a couple of years, but they were undrafted guys. And Brandon Coleman's another one. So I just feel like this offense has found ways to kind of. And, and it's one thing if Snead is going to be like an 800 yard receiver, where he's a key cog in this offense, and they need him. But he was garbage last year. So, it, he, Willie Sneed of last year is super easy for Sean Payton to replace. Now, Willie Sneed of two years ago, I mean, that's the big question. Can he bounce back and um, be at that level? But I, I just think when you look at Willie Sneed, there's nothing about his game that is irreplaceable. He's not that fast. He's not that big. I mean, he does have great hands, but there's a lot of receivers that have great hands, you know? And so, I, I just think his game is pretty replaceable and instead of paying 10 million over two years um, you can pay a guy on a rookie deal which comes pretty cheap so you know I think look for the Saints to maybe draft a guy in the fourth or fifth round um, that hopefully can come in and make an impact but I, I, I think at the end of the day Sean Payton looked at this draft class studied some of these prospects and he said you know what I can get Willie Sneed production out of this guy Dave, how will you remember Willie Sneed? When people say, remember Willie Sneed, what will you? What will be the first thing that pops into your brain? The, uh, the touchdown pass um, in the blowout over, uh, what was it, the Rams? Oh, yeah, it was against the when Rams. When they played, when they, and, then, and then it was after that touchdown that uh, Sean Payton had them play the Lion King song. Yeah. I will forever remember that. Yeah, I think I'll remember that in the missed touchdown against Minnesota in the playoff game. Not that it ended up, like, necessarily losing or winning the game, but, like, that would have been, like, a top play in Saints history if they'd have hit that because that just – it would, they set it up so fucking perfect, and Kamara could have walked into the end zone and he missed the throw. And I know that that's not necessarily fair to, like, remember him, remember that for him, but that's what I'll remember. Um I'll never forget, I was at Zia's, you know, next to Clearview Mall, and I'm walking out Been there. <laughs> with, with, my, with my family, and uh, Willie Sneed walks my in. My family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Willie Sneed walks in with his girlfriend, and I'm there with my son, Cullen, and Cullen's like, Dad, it's Willie Sneed. And I'm like, Willie Sneed, hey, man, can you take a picture with my son? And he's like walking in the restaurant, and he's like, he just says, you mean like right now? <laughs> and I just go. I, I had a couple beers in me, you know, from Willie, from uh, from Zia's, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, come on, man, it'll just be real quick, two seconds. I got my phone right here, and he's just like, uh, all right, and he puts his arm around my kid. Boom, I get the picture, and we're out of there. And it was just like so stealth operation. Clearly, he was annoyed. Uh, Willie, I apologize to you, but thank you for being graceful. Um, yeah. Anyway, that was my really uh, over moment. under forty five catches for the Ravens. Awkward. Yeah, it was it was a little awkward. And my wife, my wife, horrified. Um, she definitely she definitely was like, "Oh my god, you're so embarrassing! I can't believe you did that." So, so quickly over. But I did it. No regrets. Dave, quickly over under forty five catches for Willie Sneed in Baltimore. I mean, if he can stay healthy, I'm sure it just you know he'll be. 
know, what, 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 he'll, he'll be like, what, number two, number three in Baltimore? Yeah. Number three, maybe? If uh, I, I'd say the over, assuming he stays healthy, assuming he plays 14 games at least, I'd say over. Andrew? So, so well, um, I, I feel like we got to talk about the Des Bryant sweepstakes. Um, but, uh, you know, is there breaking I mean, news? I'm, is there breaking I'm, Saints news or something? That it... Well, hold on. We'll get to that in a second. But Watson caught like 61 balls last year. So I, I just feel like if if Flacco yeah. is binge throwing to a, a 36-year-old Ben Watson. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, binge throwing. I like that term. Is that yours or did, did you make that up or did you hear that I, somewhere? I just made that up. I like that term a lot. I, I just feel like if he's binge throwing the Watson, <laughs> like he's, I mean, Willie Sneed's got to be good for like 50 catches, right? Uh, I'm going to just, I'm going to be like, when the Saints are in a critical spot, I'm just going to be like, they need to start fucking binge throwing to Michael Thomas. Let's get this thing rolling. <laughs> let's do some binge, binge runs to come out. I like that. That's, that's phenomenal, Andrew. That might be. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say over. I, I just think like Snead, like this is it for him. Like if, if he can't make right on this contract, he's done. So I just think he's going to come. I mean, I would think he would come into this year in shape, focused, and not getting DUI. Yeah, I'm gonna. My team name for the podcast league is going to be Binge Thrower. <laughs> so, Man, you are uh, you are really keen on that. Huh? I am. I am very keen on that. So Dave is not so impressed. Dave is not so impressed. Uh, I it's, wit, it's witty. I don't think it's like the greatest fucking thing that Andrew has ever said ever. <laughs> it's the greatest thing he said on this show. That's right? the biggest compliment you've ever said to me on this Thanks, show Dave. right now this week. Uh, Side note, I, I just want to point out that uh, the Ravens are also home to one Stanley Jean-Baptiste currently. Oh, Stanley still <laughs> still cashing the checks. He's my hero. Him, along with Chase Daniel, are Hall of Fame at the bank. Uh, so, Andrew, you said something about Des Bryant. Is, is it like the Saints about to sign him? Is something percolating? Well... It's just they the Saints were named as one of the teams that were poking around at Des Bryant and at first I didn't think much of it because I'm sure this was another like Jimmy Graham, Muhammad Wilkerson, Nadama and Sue situation where they just lowball him and he goes somewhere else and you know the Saints just like threw their name in the ring and were just like, Yeah, we'll we'll have you here if you'll play for half price. But um uh, I don't think it's half price. I, I think it's lower than that. But keep going. Yeah, but but uh Schefter tweeted that with the signing of Snead that the Ravens were pulling out of the Des Bryant race. So that was like one less team. Um, someone tweeted, I think it was an NFL Network guy, but he was like, the longer this thing drags out with Des Bryant, the more he makes sense for the Saints. That was he's not going to get $3 million. That's my prediction. Like He might get incentives over that, but like, the money that he'll make this year from whatever team he signs with will not be more than $3 million. Do you guys, I mean, I'm kind of surprised by that only. I mean, I know he's, he'll be 30 this year, but like he, he had 800 yards receiving last the year. Cowboys cutting him Six late. Touchdown. Them. Dave, Dave, you can. Yeah. But I mean, uh, you look at Snead and well, Snead got two years, 10 million for doing nothing. That's true. Damn it. You 
shot my point all to hell. Well, I mean, I I would just think teams would want Des. Did, did Des Bryant get hurt last year? He well, he's I don't know. He's he he's never quite got over that foot issue. I think. You know. Uh, Dave, Des Bryant, would you be excited or not give a shit or look badly if the Saints sign Des Bryant right after the show ends today? <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I don't think the Saints are going to sign him unless it's really cheap. And if he gets signed today after the show, then it's not going to be for cheap. It would, it'll be a reasonable contract. Uh, so I would be unhappy about that. I, the only situation I would be happy with the Saints kicking the tires on Des Bryant and bringing him on board uh, would be for a, a very very low low risk. All right, low, it low says Ian Rappaport on NFL Total Access said that the Saints and Ravens were the top potential suitors for Bryant, and so now the Ravens with the Ravens out. being out because they got Snead, now it's pointing to maybe the Saints. Well, I'll tell you uh, what. If I was Des, well, that's if I was Des Bryant. And the Saints which, had... Which you're not. Which you I'm not. Which you are not. Which I am not. But if we, I, Let's be clear about that. But if I was Des Bryant and the Saints had made me any type of offer, and it was the only solid offer I have, I would sign that shit today. Because if it gets to the draft and the Saints draft a wide receiver, that offer is going to be gone. He better sign yeah. that shit. Like Adrian Peterson, the Saints signed him before the draft. If he'd have waited till after the draft and the Saints had picked Kamara, they probably wouldn't have signed him. Maybe they would have, maybe they wouldn't have. It probably would have, if they would have, it would have been even for less. I think Des Bryant, if the Saints have an offer for him, he better sign that shit. Because your cat is, your cat is I, yeah, awesome. Yeah, I Ralph, you need to go check because I think your cat's being raped, and I think you need to get in there and help, and help your cat out. I think the cat really likes uh, Des Bryant. Holy he does. shit, your cat is a Des Bryant fanboy. It is. He's, she's a Des, Des as, the, as the kids like to say, she's a Des Bryant stan. Uh, she's whining my cat. My 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 wife is about to feed my cat as we speak. Hopefully. My wife. My wife. My wife. Or just punch the cat in the face. Either way. But people they enjoy the cat in the background. They say it gives us charm. Um, <laughs> so the Saints schedule came out. We're not going to touch on it too much because it's kind of last week's old news. But the one thing I will say about the schedule is, uh, Andrew, the Saints better fucking start fast because. The last ten weeks of the schedule, once they start, uh, once they get past the bye, it is a fucking nightmare. Like they start out Tampa, the Browns, they go to Atlanta, they go to the Giants, they host the Redskins, then they have a bye, then they play. They gotta be. They gotta be at least four and one. Because because after the bye, they play one, two teams that have won less than 10 games last year. or No, they play two teams that have won less than nine games. They play the Ravens. I mean, in, four, in a four-week stretch, they play the Vikings, Rams, and Eagles. That's insane. Yeah. And, they, I mean, they go they, before they play the Vikings. One, one of those teams isn't going to be as good as we think they are. I'm, I'm telling you right now. One of, at least one of those three teams isn't going to be as good as they were last year, it, it, and therefore it's not going to be as big of a deal. Dave, if you could pick one team between the Vikings, Rams, and Eagles to just blow chunks next year, who would you prefer that be? Just out of spite. 
Uh, Vikings, of course, no. I would love it if the Vikings regress and they blame it all on Cousins. That would just be... And, like, Case Keenum just, like, kicks ass in Denver. That would just be phenomenal. Yeah, I don't know why, but just, like, I would love to see the Rams just implode. Especially in in L.A., you know, where it's just, like, and the fans are just, like, get get even more salty because whatever fans they have, but they're just, like, you know, oh, you guys spent all this money and you still can't win. And then just, like, they get completely disinterested immediately, just, like, they're the new Daniel Snyder team. Yeah. They're know? talking Lakers. That would be fantastic. They're, talk, they're talking Lakers. Uh, what, Dynasty? No, they're just talking. Like, L.A., man, the Lakers is the number one sports team by far. More so than the Dodgers or anything. Like, they, like you know how sports talk in New Orleans. I, like feel they, like that, I feel like that could flip, though, man. The Lakers have been garbage lately. But it doesn't and, matter. It's like, this, it's like sports talk in New Orleans. Like, you talk to Saints. All year round, like that's what they do with the Lakers. They, but I, I get you know, the the Rams being. I just think it would be funny if the, if the Vikings were terrible. I just look at this. The the, the problem with this schedule, I agree with you. Like some teams will be better and some teams will be worse. But like even like if you look at the Vikings, the Rams, the Eagles, you know, the Cowboys, like the Panthers. Even if they like the the Pittsburgh, even if they take like a giant step back, it's not going to be like a step back to like four and twelve. It's going to be like a step back to like seven and nine, eight and eight. Like there, I don't see a lot of like when I look at the schedule, I don't see a lot of easy games. I don't even see after the bye like an easy two week stretch in anywhere. Like if you consider going to Dallas and going to Tampa back to back weeks, is that easy? I mean, I don't know. Do you know? I saw that the Saints, you know, so the Saints hosting the Falcons, first of all, Thanksgiving. on Thanksgiving, I mean, that's unbelievable. I mean, Ralph, you said it best, like, it may be 30 years before the Saints host another Thanksgiving game. So, gotta go. to people me, people are asking me, do, do I go? You gotta go to the Thanksgiving game. Yeah, people are complaining about it, but like, guys, this is historical. Like, the Saints hosting a game on Thanksgiving, like, this is something, if the Saints win in a big way against the Falcons... This is something we'll talk about for two decades. Like it's just it, it has that kind of feel to it. And I just realized that the Saints play the Sunday before, so it's two home games in the span of like four days. So oh I will goodness. be going to I will be going to both of those games. So Dave, are yeah. you? My my wife had some uh, had some Malad. choice words. She had some choice words about the uh, Thanksgiving uh, game. She was not happy. You're happy though, right? Uh, yeah, I'm happy. I mean, but... it gets you away from the in-laws, right? I mean, <laughs> the the only thing that would have made it the, made me not like the Thanksgiving is, is if I thought for a second that LSU was going to be playing Texas A&M on Thanksgiving night, too. So oh, that would be horrific. That, then you'd have football apocalypse because you'd have you, you wouldn't know what to do. And if but, I mean, if you were home, you could go split screen, right? LSU is not playing on Thanksgiving, are they? No, they play te- the, the Texan, and they did away with it. At least when it, at least when they play LSU, they don't play on Thanksgiving uh, night anymore. So LSU, it's a Saturday, so that's good. But I mean, just looking at this, just looking at the schedule, Dave and Andrew. I guess I'll start with you, Dave. Which which stretch do you look at, and you're like, oh shit, that's the that's the the one that scares me the most. Uh, I don't have the schedule in front of me, so I, I can't tell you. I'm not looking at it, and I don't have it memorized yet. <laughs> uh, well, I'll t- Andrew, the stretch that scares me. I mean, me- it's the four-game stretch with 
where they have Vikings, Rams, and Eagles. Like that, basically, those are the that's the three-headed monster in the NFC. And if the Saints lose all three of those, like they can kiss the playoffs goodbye. They can kiss. I mean, maybe not playoffs, but they can kiss seeding goodbye what? and all that stuff. And then, and then right after that's over, that three out of four game stretch against those teams. Then four days later, they have the Falcons on Thanksgiving. See, I so. think I think the key stretch is after the Thanksgiving game, where they go at Dallas, at Tampa, at Carolina. Like that's the stretch. The three straight road games that can just. Detonate, nuke their season. Nuke, yeah. nuke their season. I mean, if you get to that point and you're like, let's see, that would be. I mean, they're five games. If they get to that point and they're like, that's five games left. If they're like seven and four, like that's a three-game road trip. You could go one and two and be eight and six and be kind of on the brink of it. Or you could go into that like seven and four. You could lose all three and be seven and seven. And you're fucked. I mean, I just see that those, those three road games because because the thing is. You know Dallas is at worst going to be like eight and eight. You know Carolina. Well, I could see. See, I disagree with that. I could see Dallas being bad. I in Carol. I don't see You see, either of you see Carolina regressing back? Yes, I think that's yeah. Totally I, could, possible. I could see Carolina being awful. Well, yeah. the three NFC team, one of the teams in the NFC South that made the playoffs last year, one of them is going to regress at minimum. Right. They, they ain't, right. they ain't going to be three NFC South teams in the playoffs back to back years. I don't know if that's. And ever it's probably going to be the Saints. <laughs> you know, and I mean, hey. I mean, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> the schedule it, it it's it, it looks very difficult, but I, I mean. I, if they can, if they can start out good, if they, like you say, if they can start out five and if they can get to, if they can get to Minnesota five and one, you know, um, then all you have to do, you got six games left, you go five and five, and you. You're okay, yeah. All right, so now we're doing our final themed mock draft. I feel um, like your cat enjoyed the the Des Bryant talk much more than the schedule talk. I think she did. She's a big Des Bryant uh, fan. Uh, so, uh, you know, we had the, we had the names Ralph can't pronounce. We had the, uh, all, all offense draft. And today we're going to do the, uh, draft that would, uh, melt down Saints Twitter. And we'll give some scenarios in a second. But there was one interesting thing, um, that I was talking about with different people on Twitter today. And I, I wanted to get each of you guys' opinion because I think it goes to, the question of Lamar Jackson. We talked about him last week, and we talked about him with a bunch with uh, uh, Eric Galco of Optimum Scouting. Go and download our draft uh, preview podcast, which I totally forgot about, Andrew, at the beginning. But people, you can go download it. It's really good. He had some interesting things. But that gave a question that I asked on Twitter, and people were fighting with me, Andrew. And, and this was my question. Is if I told you that the Saints – could either have they could have um, Hayden Hurst be Tony Gonzalez, or they could have Lamar Jackson. He could be uh, Michael Vick, but Michael Vick that first year of minus the, the dog stuff. Minus the dog stuff, and it would be Michael <laughs> Vick. It would be Michael Vick his first year with the Eagles. When he got uh, the the second hundred million dollar contract, where he went eight and three, completed uh, 
62% of his passes through 21 touchdowns and six interceptions. So you can have Hayden Hurst be – he no, Hayden Hurst can be Jimmy Graham from day one and be fucking awesome. Or you can have draft Lamar Jackson and he can be Michael Vick, 2011 Philadelphia Eagles, where he's completing 60% of his passes, 21 touchdowns, six interceptions, and he's running for like – 700 yards and throwing for for like 4,000. So you can only have one of those, Andrew. Which one are you gonna gonna take? Yeah, I mean this is tough. I think the conundrum kind of comes down to you know really if you go the Hayden Hurst route, you're really only gonna benefit from like the Jimmy Graham type performance for two years while Breeze is still with the Saints, and then once Breeze retires. Uh, or they part ways. I just feel like, you know, having a great tight end is, is great and all, but if your quarterback is awful, um, the team's going to be losing. And you know, having a, and, and at that point, Hayden Hurst will be like 27, 28 himself. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it's, yeah, it's just I, I think it comes down to the question: Do you want to win now, or do you want to be set up for the next ten years with a pretty solid quarterback? Um, I think we need to accept and understand that anyone that comes after Drew Brees is not going to be as good. I mean, that's just the reality of we, the Saints. I mean, we, we will, there's a strong chance we will never see a quarterback half as good in our lifetime, quarterback for the Saints. So uh, with that reality, if you were to give me a quarterback for the next 10 years that could keep the Saints competitive, be pretty good, I'd take that over the best tight end in the league. I mean, Michael Vick that year in Philadelphia. If if you told me you're going to get Lamar Jackson, he's going to throw for like just under 4,000 yards, run for 600, 700 yards, and throw 21 touchdowns with seven interceptions and complete 60% of the balls with Michael Thomas, with Kamara running the read option. I mean, that would be fucking awesome. But the thing is, man, if they had Jimmy Graham the next two years at like his peak, 2011, oh my God, Dave, they would be fucking awesome. So what would you I don't think Hayden Hurst would be that good though. I mean I, I don't he doesn't have that potential in my eyes. Well no, the, in our in our scenario he does. So Dave, right, right. what would you choose? I'm with uh, Andrew all the way. I mean I think he nailed it. I mean if you're talking to, you, you need to be thinking about the the future here and uh, I, you know obviously who replaces Drew Brees is the big question. So if you can get somebody that you know is you know, you keep referencing Michael Vick. I'm assuming you're, he's going to be—he's going to play like that for more than just one year. Yeah, he's going to be good for a decade. <laughs> he's going to be good for a decade. You're going to have—you're going to yeah. have a really—he's not going to be like like Hall of Fame, maybe Drew Brees, but he's going to be really, really good for a decade. Yeah, I, I think you got to go with the move that sets yourself up longer, longer term. Here's here's another here's the here's the second question, and this one was a lot harder. Dave, if I told you, you can have Hayden Hurst, and he will catch the winning pass in the Super Bowl one of the next two years. Or, you can have Lamar Jackson, and Lamar Jackson will be uh, Randall Cunningham for a decade. What would you choose then? Wait, sorry. What was the first one? What? Hayden Hurst is going to catch yeah. the the winning touchdown in a Super Bowl 
one of the next two years. Right. Or you can get Randall. Or you get Randall Cunningham for a decade, and he's awesome. You could still possibly win a Super Bowl with with your Randall Cunningham. You could, but I'm not guaranteeing it. I'm Uh, I'm guaranteeing you win a Super Bowl if you pick Hayden Hurst. I'd take the Super Bowl. I think I would take the Super Bowl. Andrew? I agree with Dave, yeah. I think... See, the thing is, like, Dave's right. Like, you, They could still win, but they could still also win without Lamar Jackson and Hayden Hurst after Breeze retires. You know, so like this hypothetical, like well, what's behind door number two, like if you're guaranteeing me a Super Bowl right now, I'm that's, ta- I mean, I'll take my chances. Is, there, is, there, any, is there any scenario with... That I, is there is there is there a level for Lamar Jackson, Dave, that I could make him that you would say no? Okay, I'll I'll forsake the Super Bowl and take Lamar Jackson. Like, how good would he have to be for you to want him instead of a certain second? Super well, Bowl? let's say let's say he's Breeze quality. I mean, we're talking top five all time. So it, I think that's the question: is that if if you're promised that Lamar Jackson is going to be top five all time. Would you still? Would you would still? Would you forego a Super Bowl over the next ten years to have that? Yeah, in that situation, yes. Yeah, that's tough. I want to say I, my initial thing with Andrew when we were kicking this around earlier today, I was like, I was like, of course I, I would. You would take Drew Brees and you just roll with it because Drew Brees, as long as you don't have the worst defense in the history of ever, ever, you're going. You're making the playoffs, even if you have the worst defense in the history of ever. You're going seven and nine, right? So like right. that would give you like good quarterback play to 2030, and it would be fun because my kid would grow up, and the Saints would be good when he's like six seven, which would be really cool. And I could rope him into being a Saints fan and ruin the rest of his life, which would be great for <laughs> me. Um, but man, us knowing that you'd get another Lombardi. It's just like having it in your hands instead of the maybe, even though you you know the maybe would be fun for a long time. It wouldn't be that trophy. Uh, I think I think I think yeah, I, you don't you don't root hoping for like 11 and five playoff exit, you know? Yeah. Like as fans, like, we, I mean, ultimately, we want our team to win the Super Bowl. I think I. I was almost because that's what when I was arguing with people on Twitter, that's what Wang was saying. He's like, "Give me the fucking trophy," and I, and and I'm almost that way. But the thing is, if if Lamar Jackson was a top five quarterback of all time, the way he plays, he would just be fucking electric with Kumara. And I don't know that they would win, but it would be so awesome. Like I'd I would forego the second trophy to see. What that would look like, because it would, it you, would. You guys realize, like Lamar Jackson's probably not going to be a saint, right? Well, no, but it's fun to talk. It's it's fun to talk about it. It gets, <laughs> it, it gets people listen. Man, Lamar Jackson themed podcasts are 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 doing like seven thousand downloads. So, um, that's it. So, all right. So that was a fun hypothetical. All right. So we got to get to the 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 mock draft scenario that melts down Saints Twitter. So Andrew. I think one scenario is the Saints trade up for a quarterback, but let's tr- let's try to do it sort of realistically. 
So I, they're, like, I, they're not going up and like getting like top five, no. right? To like Josh Rose, Josh Rosen. But like, what's a what's a realistic scenario of one of the quarterbacks that falls? I think either Lamar Jackson could be there for fifteen in in the fifteen to twenty range. Maybe ba- another, Baker Mayfield. Maybe. You don't think Rosen might fall? No. Even though he's like a smarty pants and teams seem to hate well, him. Well, yeah, and Baker Mayfield's got a little bit of like the the fiery, you know. He's he's little and he, uh, you know, is, is he a little hot-headed? So, I don't know. I feel like he's got a little bit of that too. I, I could see either of those guys dropping a little bit. I could see Allen dropping. The only one who I don't think will drop for sure is Darnold. No, Darnold. I – Josh Allen, I hate. I I'd rather Lamar Jackson, to be honest, yeah, than Josh I'm with Allen. Because at least at least Lamar Jackson, he might not be able. He he may never be able to be complete sixty percent of his passes, and he may only be like a Tyrod Taylor. But at least if the Saints end up having to play him in two or three years, he can run around and do shit and be fun. Like Josh Allen, he's just gonna be a dude that's gonna te- be fucking terrible and not be accurate enough to be a quarterback in the NFL. Yep. Like that's my opinion of him. But Dave, uh, what do you think? Like, where does a quarter like where does the quarterback need to fall to? Where you're like, oh shit! It's like you know, like they have like hurricane warnings and watches. Like when do when do you go on like trade alert and you're like, oh shit! Now they might trade up. I feel like if a quarterback gets to ten, then it becomes possible that they could. Make a I would say 15. Yeah. You think 15? Because 15, 15, like, trading the number 91 will get you to 20. Trading next year's second-round pick will get you to 17. Yeah, so I think 15 and it's on. 15. What do you – okay. So, Dave, I guess the next scenario – would be trading up for a defensive player. Uh, so what defensive player do you think the Saints would get, whether it's a position or a specific player, that would give Saints Twitter a hard-on and melt it down? Well, <laughs> I mean, me personally, I would say linebacker just because, um, just because in recent history they – they seem to just always whiff on linebacker. Um, and so, I mean, I think it would get people excited because there would be some fans saying, oh, yeah, this is, this is great, this is awesome. But uh, you'd have other fans like me who would say, this is never going to work out. Stefan Anthony all over again. <laughs> exactly. I mean, if Rokon Smith fell out of the top ten, I wouldn't be upset if they burned the second-round pick for next year, which they're going to do anyway eventually, Thursday or Friday. You can book that. Like, Andrew, if they did that, Saints Twitter would lose its shit. Yeah, I mean, be excited. Tremaine Edwins, too, of Virginia Tech. I mean, he's another guy that that would be very, very do you, exciting. Do you think either – what's the odds of that happening? Zero. Zero. <laughs> it's not happening. Um, they, this they, is a they far out – They 27th. Like, they're not going to get a top 12 – talent yeah but they're not afraid i mean they're we know they're not afraid to move up yeah i just i don't see it happening i mean the 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 other scenario which i don't think 
I don't think it's I don't think it it'll happen, but he'll definitely be on the clock, I think, when the Saints pick at twenty seven, and that would be if they pick uh Darius Geis from LSU. I mean Saints Twitter would lose their shit. Because it's uh, it would be half Homer, half Furious. <laughs> I mean Actually, it would probably would be, be like 30% homer. I feel like even the homers would be like, what the hell? Why did they pick a running back? Dave, you you hate LSU, so you would be against that, correct? Uh, yeah, totally. There have been a whole bunch of guys. I, I've, I've liked Devery Henderson, and there have been a whole bunch of guys that have come out of LSU that I've wanted them to – to draft and they Take. and they never do. I mean, uh, I would be, I would get it and be okay with it. Here, here, because, here's look, the thing: like, they're who, who's their third string running back? What's that guy's name again? Edmonds. Yeah. What's his first name? Totally blanking. Yeah. Come on, Ralph. Troy. No, it's not Troy. Trey. Um, Trey Edmonds, yes. I think yes, Trey Edmonds. That's, so, that's the one. I mean, part of me feels like it's crazy because they have Ingram and they have Kamara, but Ingram's in a contract year. So if, if Geis is there at 27 and they just feel like he's the best player on the board, like, I, I don't think it's that crazy. Only because, it, only because, like, last year they had Peterson, you know? Like, I don't think they'll do it, and I would much rather them pick any position on the entire roster except special teams or running back. Like, running back would be at the bottom of my list, but, like, it's not, in, it's not as insane as you think. Well, it would make me sad because I want Ingram to own all the records, and if they drafted guys you you would know that there's this no way it. they're going to extend yeah. they're going to extend Ingram so he'd have to break the record but I want him to stay for like this year and like two more years and be good and like put distance between him and all the records and Saints fans can we can argue forever if he's the best Saints running back of all time or not and he'll own all the fucking records by a mile yeah that would be polarizing um, for sure that would be, so that's what I want um the thing is, with I think the next scenario, Dave, is a ser- even though the Saints drafted Ramtrak last year, fans freaked out. It worked out perfect and fine. And it was a good pick. If the Saints nobody drafted, nobody likes the offensive line picks. They're they're not sexy, but they're a necessity. If they pick a dude that's like a guard center combo at twenty seven, I can't think of his name, but that dude from Arkansas. <laughs> or that dude from, from Ohio State, Price, I think his name is. If the Saints did that, Saints Twitter would lose their shit. I mean, as long as his name's not Charles Brown, it's fine. <laughs> what, but, but of all these scenarios, Dave, which one do you think Saints Twitter would like the most, and which scenario do you think they would hate the most? I think they would like going to trading up for a defensive guy. I think they... You don't think that fans would be upset about them trading up? I mean, we're so used to it, though, Andrew. It's like we... Yeah, but now there's this whole 
contingency yeah, but- of fans that are like, they won't do it. Jeff Ireland won't let him. The likeliest crazy scenario, Dave, that happens that melts down Saints Twitter. It can be any scenario. It can be trade up, trade down, quarterback. What do you think the most likely one to happen is? Uh, the most likely one is to trade up. Uh, it's just a question of whether it's going to be for a defensive guy or a quarterback. I'm, I'm going to say quarterback. Andrew? I mean, I think we all expect them to trade up, so I think the craziest thing would be for them to actually this be the year that they trade back. <laughs> but, that's, but that's not likely. He said what was going to be likely. Yeah, whatever. I'm picking them to trade back. With who? Will they trade well, out? I, I, think, I think they really want a tight end, but I just think they don't feel like they need to do it at 27. So they'll trade back, you know, five, six spots, pick up an extra pick, which will make Kevin foam at the mouth. I mean, he might start convulsing in his seizures, um, but uh, and I think they end up going with uh, with the tight end, you know, at like 31, 33, something like that. And then, um, you know, at the end of the day, they uh, they end up with a tight end and an extra pick. And, and Twitter will be happy. They'll be the, like, oh, my the, God, they traded down and we got two players out of it. The dream scenario, it'll never happen, but the dream scenario that would totally melt Saints Twitter down in joy would be if Geis is there and the Colts, who need a running back badly, right, because their running game sucks, they say, we want Darius Geis. We have four second-round pick Saints. We'll give you two of them. For, oh, number, for number 27. Saints Twitter would lose their fucking mind in joy. It would be nothing but it's happening. Dot gifts happening for an hour. We wouldn't even care that we didn't even get a pick on Thursday. We would be so fucking excited about the two second round picks on Friday. Like it would be, it would be like, uh, well, except know. except for all your LSU fanatics that would say, they I can't believe they passed on guys. Yeah. No, but I, I would say that's about a thirty percent chance of happening. I think, I think that I said it in my column today for Channel Four. I think they're getting Lamar Jackson. I think they're going to move up to twenty to get him, yeah. and, and that's what's going to. They're going to give number ninety-one away, and it's going to melt Saints Twitter down in a bad way because it means that they're basically their twenty eighteen draft is a redshirt year because they'll have given up their top two picks to get a quarterback who's not going to play. Dave, does that excite you? That sounds – wait, getting Lamar Jackson? Yeah, but they'll trade up, and they won't have a, uh, no, a third-round pick. That sounds oh, fucking miserable. Yes. Not as miserable as me editing this podcast, but it'll be pretty, <laughs> it'll be pretty miserable. <laughs> For you people that don't know. We had so many fucking technical issues this part. It's like a nine-part war and peace that I'm going to have to slice together. <laughs> every, time, every time you hear, every time you've heard Ralph say, okay, so... That's, that means that that is another that, part. Can you guess how many, how many parts did the podcast was? We'll give them a prize or something. We, sorry we didn't get to Twitter questions because we're having so many technical issues. We've got to wrap it up. But we will be doing some sort of live draft post-game show on the blog talk radio. Uh, It's true. uh, So we'll have that Thursday and Friday. And also, remember, go to the YouTube channel and subscribe. Hold on. Hold on. Let's go around the horn. Who's who's the first-round pick for the Saints? Lamar Jackson. I'm back on the wagon. Dave. Dave. 
Um, some offensive line guy. <laughs> nice. Andrew, who you got? I'm going Dallas, Godair, tight end, North Dakota. Sting at 27. Yep. All right, so that wraps it up. So uh, until Thursday or Friday, the bar is closed. Jesus, Ralph. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 